Um, one of the things I don't think we should be celebrating is the demise of the 10 network under its American owners. Basically, it's the third free-to-air TV network, and I would think in current circumstances it's just above being a total and utter embarrassment. Not because of the people appearing on your TV screens at Channel 10, but rather because of those in Mahogany Row. I mentioned at the top of the show this fiasco involving Lisa Wilkinson. One would imagine it might be the tipping point for a few very well-paid executives. Thanks to startling admissions that were dragged out of Channel 10 and their legal counsel yesterday, we now know that Lisa Wilkinson did not go rogue or ad-lib her way through a speech at the Logies. It was approved and consented to by those on Mahogany Row. In fact, there was evidence tendered by affidavits that the boss of the organisation even congratulated her post the awards. Then, of course, um, it appeared Lisa grew a bit suspicious about Channel 10 trying to distance themselves from her when she knew all along that they had approved what she had said on that particular night. So, sensibly, sensibly, one would think that she chose to um, get independent legal advice and was well represented, of course, by leading barrister Sue Crisanthu. Now, if it's approved and consented to by those on Mahogany Row, then they try to hide the fact from public view until it all unravelled in front of the brilliant Justice Michael Lee yesterday. So it became apparent from Monday that Channel 10 had tried to hide the fact that they were captain, coach and sole selector into what was presented on Logie's Night by Lisa Wilkinson. And it took until probably the 11th hour of proceedings yesterday before finally counsel stood up and said, oh, well, and I'm paraphrasing it, I don't have the exact words in front of me, um, OK, Your Honour, you've caught us. Yes, yes. Robert Dick SC conceded it no longer maintained Wilkinson's decision was, quote, unreasonable. Uh, Justice Lee determined Wilkinson had not acted unthinkingly by hiring around lawyers. It seems to me plain beyond pre-adventure. In all circumstances, it was reasonable for Miss Wilkinson to retain separate lawyers, given, I guess he's saying there, they bailed on her. They bailed on her. Um, and she's been basically copying a hammering. Now, I don't mind giving people a hammering here, but the hammering she's copped has been based on spin and lies by her employers because she's still employed there, of course. Now, in the meantime, I note that the owners of the network are looking at job cuts. Paramount Global, owner of the 10 network, has announced that it will be axing Australian staff in a bid to cut costs. The international media company's chief executive in the US, Bob Backish, sent an email to all staff notifying them of upcoming job losses, stopped short of saying how many positions would be cut. Um, of course, the CEO of the Australian operation is Beverly McGarvey, who's the Executive Vice President, Chief Content Officer and Head of Paramount, and Jared Villani, Executive Vice President, Chief Operating and Commercial Officer. Gee, they're long titles. Long t must have a big, big sign at the front door there, what they do. 
So here's a free tip to old mate Bobby Backish. Not that he'd be listening to the Ray Hatley morning program from his office somewhere in the United States of America. Bobby, look, here's a tip for you, son. I've been around the media for a long, long time. I've knocked about a fair bit. I've seen management types come and go. I've seen broadcasters come and go. You could start with Mahogany Row next door to us here at Piermont and work your way down before you get to the hard-working on-air and off-air staff and probably leave them alone. Save a lot of money with these large titles and give them the heave-ho. Now, I'm old enough to remember when Tim Webster, Katrina Lee, used to get ratings that got close to the legendary newsreader Brian Henderson. Back in the 80s, Rabs was calling football on Channel 10. They were then the Olympic Network at Channel 10. They had a range of highly rated on-air talent and probably smart management. Um, I mentioned Tim and Katrina, Anne Fullwood, Anne Sanders, Sandra Sully, she's still there, Sandra, battling away. An old mate of mine who's now long gone, John Bailey, Ronnie Wilson, now a newsreader on radio, Graham McNeese, The Shadow was there, stack of others. And then all of a sudden the Canadians take over and then the Americans take over from the Canadians. And since then it's basically been a basket case. Almost irrelevant in the free-to-air TV scene. And now they're caught, by all accounts, well, not telling lies, but hiding the truth, which is a sort of way of telling lies. As I said, um, brilliantly representing Lisa Wilkinson, Sue Crisanthu, and I hope in defamation proceedings that I may be confronting in the future that she's on my side, not on the opposing side, because she outsmarted all of them yesterday, didn't she? Thirteen to ten, thirteen to nine in Queensland.